Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. We're here in Houston, Texas. Today is Friday, April 15, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on Thank you guys for sharing with everyone. We ask that you continue to invite your friends, family, coworkers, associates, uh, everybody, so that people can get a great word to start their day. Remember, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. You never know. People are looking to you for, for that for that inspiration, that word that they need to get through their day. And so go ahead and leverage what we share here to share with everybody else as well. We ask that you share it on social media. Post your notes there. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide or build it for your last name so we can see it. Share it with everybody uh, as well. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are building something for your last name, you want to be able to express that on a daily, daily basis. We just came out with a brand-new apparel line. Uh, we have shirts and hats for now. We're going to continue to grow and to expand uh, that represents that. Build it for your last name. It's going to. It's so powerful. It's so exciting to see how the vision is being embraced by so many people all around the world. So you can actually go to builditforyourlastname.com forward slash the gear, D-B-T-H-E-Gear, uh, G-E-A-R, uh, and you can see the gear that we have. So as you're going about your day every single day, People want to know, what's building for your last name? What are you doing? You know, we believe, my husband and I, that an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And so building something for your last name supports the legacy that you are building for people inside of them, the work that you do, your purpose work, your purpose project. You are sowing seeds in people's lives. You are, you are leaving an imprint on the lives of people that you cross paths with every single day. So building something for your family's last name, man, it just – it resonates in the spirit and in the soul of so many people around the world. And so you can represent that every day uh, with our new apparel line. So go ahead and go on over to builditforyourlastname.com forward slash V dash gear. And so uh, if you just go to builditforyourlastname.com and click on the gear, you'll be able to get to it that way uh, as well. But uh, thank you guys so much for your support and that so many people were, were ordering their T-shirts and hats yesterday. We are excited. We can't wait to see everybody uh, walking around taking pictures, posting them on social media with the gear on for building it for their last name. Also, ladies, uh, make sure you get connected to Straight Talk, Women Talk. We release the dates of our tour. Uh, we'll be in um, New Orleans, Louisiana on June the 11th. New Orleans will be there on June the 11th. And then from there, we'll be headed to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, July 23rd. Atlanta, Georgia, July 23rd. And then after Atlanta, we'll be coming back to Houston August the 13th. We'll be in Houston, and then we'll be headed to um, Chicago, Illinois, on September 20th. So make sure that you head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com, get connected, get plugged in, uh, join us in a, in a state or city near you. Uh, you definitely want to be a part of the Straight Talk Women Talk movement. It is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with zero judgment. There are so many breakthroughs that women are getting by getting connected to the women of Straight Talk Women Talk, so you want to do that today uh, as well. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this party started. My husband is here. He's ready to rock and roll. Matter of fact, he's dancing right now, folks. 
and uh, he's excited. So uh, <laughs> I'm excited, too. <laughs> if you're driving, put on your earpiece, pull out the pen and paper if you're stationary so you can take your notes. Remember, we have to post them on social media, tag us in them as well. Honey, why don't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited. Excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Ah, what a ocean of truth this morning. This is what I've got to chew slowly, ladies and gentlemen, because this right here has been one of the biggest experiences and lessons I've had to learn myself within the last year and a half. Don't take it personal. See, everything and everyone that comes into your life is either going to be a blessing or a lesson. You're either going to be a blessing or a lesson. And typically what happens with many of us, as we start to go through this sojourn called life and we discover that this person may not necessarily be a blessing, they may be a lesson, we begin to take things personally, what they've done personally, what they have said personally. And we forget the scripture reference that says, all things happen together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. All things, all, not small, all things are possible. All things are possible, but don't take it personal. I remember um, maybe almost a year ago, my wife and I, we, uh, we were called to, to go in a different direction in life. Uh, it was November 20, uh, 2014. No, I'm sorry, April 2014. April 2014, I was uh, right here in uh, Houston, Texas at attended a seminar, attended a few workshop seminars with uh, my mentor, Dr. Miles, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, and he came, and uh, this was the first time he and I had an encounter. Write this down. An encounter is an unexpected experience. That's what an encounter is, an unexpected experience. And, um, you know, he came and he taught. I mean, he taught on the message of the kingdom. I had been in church my whole life. I'm talking about in church Monday through Monday and had never heard uh, the kingdom message. I'd heard about healing. I'd heard about faith. I'd heard about prosperity. I'd heard about deliverance. I'd heard about Pentecost. I'd heard about all of these topics, but this was the first time where I truly understood the kingdom message and the kingdom mandate. And uh, the other session he did, he did two sessions on the kingdom and two sessions on leadership. And uh, the two sessions on leadership were in the morning we had a lot of state representatives there, a lot of attorneys, a lot of business. Uh, the business community was there, and then in the evening, it was just packed out. And uh, that evening, I'll never forget, he, he was finishing with the, uh, with the series on the kingdom, and uh, it had to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 800, maybe 1,000 people 
in attendance uh, total. Uh, and, um, he called me up. I never talked with him before, uh, never shook his hand before, wasn't a part of the inner circle, was not a protege whatsoever in that regard. And he calls me up, and Dr. Miles Monroe lays hands on me, and uh, he tells me that uh, what's on him will be on me. It would cover me like a cloak, and I would preach the kingdom message. And uh, seven seven months and seven days later, uh, he transitioned. He was gone. Um, my, my life changed from that encounter. Uh, things became more significant. I moved past the place of pursuing success to start starting to attract significance. And, and, and my wife saw the metamorphosis. She had already been going through her own sojourn because of uh, what she had gone through with her surgery and, and having to, to now uh, give birth to not a child, but to give birth to a vision. And so here we were. We stepped out on what many people uh, what many people talk about, we stepped out on faith. See, faith, uh, the faith is acting in spite of consequence. Yeah, that's what faith is. Faith, do you understand faith will cost you? Yeah, if it doesn't cost you, it ain't faith. If it makes sense, it ain't faith. And so we stepped out and we launched uh, what we knew was going to be a platform to facilitate what had already been prophesied, what had already been spoken over our life. And, and we launched it, and, and we knew that there was going to be consequences. Uh, we didn't know to what degree, but we knew there were going to be consequences. We knew there were going to be gossiping. Uh, we knew they were going to be backbiting. We knew they were going to be talking. We knew they, they could potentially cut our income. Yeah, because, because you dare uh, you dare to step, step out of faith. And um, I said, okay, no problem. I told my wife, are you sure? She says, oh, yeah, I'm sure. We can we can leap and grow our wings on the way down. I said, baby, I, I don't know. I mean, do, do we have a parachute? She said, baby, we don't need a parachute. We've, we've got wings. And so we launched, and um, we launched with a series entitled Purpose, and maybe we were seeing upwards of 200 people every single night on that session. And we were teaching after years of study after years of practice. Please write this down. Jim Rohn says, study, practice, teach. Study, practice, teach. Study, practice, teach. And uh, so we started to, to, to teach what we had practiced. We started to teach what we had studied. And people were getting blessed all around the country, all around the world. I mean, lives were being impacted. The emails were flooding in. The, the text messages were coming in. People were just being so uplifted. People were getting so, so changed because of the revelation. Because, yeah, any book can give you information, but only the Bible can give you revelation. And so we were taking Bible principles, uh, not principles that we made up, not principles that we concocted, but biblical principles and applying them to life. And the people were, were getting results, and we were traveling all across the country teaching. We were being invited to schools and being invited to events and workshops. We were even doing our own, having 20, 30, 40, 50 plus people showing up to our own workshops. And I never forget, I got a call. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, got, a, I got a call. And, and um, the call I got was, was from, a, from a gentleman that said, man, I, I love what you guys are doing. I, I heard what you're doing. I mean, it sounds great. The content is, is revelatory. People need it. It's, it's good, but, but I can no longer have you on our platforms. Don't take it personal. Uh, I said, uh, 
Well, what do you mean? This is not a conflict uh, of interest. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing anything that would divide or be divisive from what we're building and and what we're doing. I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to live my dream. And uh, said, so "Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal." He says, uh, "Yeah, I know that's that's good, and but it's just not smart business. It's not just smart business. It's not smart business to have you a part of our platform, speaking on our platform, speaking to the people that are connected to this platform that you help build. But it's not smart business to have you on this platform." And I said, uh, I thought uh, I thought I was a brother. I, surely I thought I was a son. I, I thought uh, I thought you knew my heart. I, I thought I thought this was I thought this would be something you celebrated. I thought you would you would be excited. I thought I thought this would be something that was good. And, and they said, No, no, it's not smart business. And here I was. I, I left the conversation feeling perplexed. I left the conversation. Feeling hurt, but understand that can be no, you cannot help until you hurt. You cannot lead until you have bled. You cannot lead until you bleed. And you cannot save until you suffered. There can be no saving without suffering. And we had to go through this process, this metamorphosis, whereby I could, I had to learn how not to take it personal, but how to make it purposeful. And here we were. Income gone. Here we were. Jealousy and envy at an all-time high. Here we were. People pointing the finger. Here we were being ostracized. Here we were being unfriended and blocked. Here we were having people turn against us, not because I slept with anybody's wife. Shucks. Not, not because I stole anybody's money. Not because we de-edified or dishonored anybody. Not because we took what didn't belong to us. Not because we were, didn't have, we weren't people of integrity. But it was simply a part of the purpose work. See, God knows your beginning from your end. But he never shows you the hell in the hallway. If he did, you wouldn't take that first step. If you did, if he did, you wouldn't be willing to suffer the persecution. If he did, you wouldn't be willing to walk down that Via Della Rosa. I'm reminded of what Jesus said. Could you imagine someone that doesn't take it personal? I've come here. I've, I've healed the, the blinded eyes. I've caused them to see. I've, I've caused the deaf to hear. I've caused the dumb to talk. I've, I've fed the 5,000 with two fish and five barley loaves of bread. I've, I've raised the dead. Lazarus, I've, I've taught and I've served. I've given, I've washed feet. And you still are going to crucify me? But here's his words on the cross. <laughs> he said, don't take it personal. No, he didn't dare. Yeah, he did. That's what he meant when he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, I think uh, if I were to submit evidence for you to consider, all he was saying is, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal, ladies and gentlemen. Can't do that. Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Seek ye first the kingdom. Don't seek first man. Don't seek first anything else other than the kingdom. And if you seek the kingdom and his righteousness, then guess what? Everything, all these things, everything, everything you can possibly think of beyond what you can ever think of will be added unto you if you seek the kingdom of God first. You can't seek your mother. Don't seek your father. Don't seek your friends or anything else, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. See, if God isn't first in your life, then everything that you want to be first will be last by default. You're not going to get it. And if you do get it, you're not going to be able to maintain it or keep it. It will crumble right before you. You can't build anything of substance or significance without putting the kingdom of God first. It is a requirement. It is necessary. It is the law. Anybody who lives a life where God is not first in their life is miserable. They're miserable. They're messy. They're petty. They're depressed. They're lonely. They're hopeless. They're roaming. They're just sad all the time. They cause friction and confusion. They're never peaceful. Nobody wants to be with them. Nobody wants to be around them. I'm telling you guys, life is better with him first. That's the difference in everything that we've built and everything that we've done. That's what's given us the courage to not take things personal. Everything that happens is purposeful. Everything. It's taking what the what the enemy meant for bad in your life and, and using it for good, taking those things that are meant to be your tombstones and flipping those jokers into your stepping stones. The enemies become your footstools, all of those things. They happen when you when you choose not to take it personal. It doesn't mean you may catch a feeling or catch an emotion. That's okay, but don't don't let it don't let it take you down. You can have a moment, but don't have a day. See, the spirit doesn't make sense. The spirit is not supposed to make sense. Your flesh is your feeling. So get out of your feelings and just get into faith and keep moving, keep walking, keep doing despite. The conflict, despite the opposition. Why? Because opposition is a sign that you are in position. What dog you know barks at a parked car? Dogs don't bark at parked cars. They only bark at the cars that are moving. So if people are barking and talking and doing things negatively towards you, then guess what? That means because you're moving on past them. They can't catch you. They're trying so hard to get your attention they want so badly for you to get off focus. They do it all kinds of stuff. But you can't take it personal. My husband and I had all kinds of stuff happen to us. What? People that, that, that we had been in business with and doing things with and, and were close to just begin to just trip on us. They, they really wanted to destroy everything that we were building. Every single day where we get back. Every single day things would happen where they were intentionally attempting to destroy everything that we were building. But, you know, praise God for, for, for the strength, the tenacity, and the, and the courage of a lion. Because my mentality, my mindset is, as soon as you show up to, to, to deter, distract, or delay me from, from doing the purpose work that my father has called me to do, is the very moment. The very moment you lose, I will go through you, over you, 
under you or around you, whatever is required for me to get to the destination that he has called me to. You can't take it personal. Don't take it personal when they do things to you, and they need to not take it personal when you win in spite of what they did to you. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. Romans 8 and 5, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. For those who live according to the spirit, those are the ones that receive things in the spirit. See, the spirit lasts longer. The flesh wavers. One day you're high, next day you're low. One day you're excited, next day you're not. Listen, everybody's going through stuff. Everybody's going through stuff. And every issue, every conflict that you've ever had, you can always trace back to something from your childhood, an issue from your childhood because of your issues with your parents, what they taught you, didn't teach you, what they showed you, didn't show you. Everything can be traced back to that. So when a person in their adulthood acts a fool and and just completely attempts to destroy you, you can't take it personal. There's so much that that person has not resolved. They have compartmentalized their entire life. They haven't resolved it. So now that a situation comes up that reminds them of that issue from when they were a child, they're taking it out on you instead of just resolving the true issue. They're not getting to the root. Did you know bitterness is a root? Bitterness is a root that runs deep. And you see the the fruit of that root come out in your actions. The fruit of that root come out in the things that you say, the things that you do. Yeah, that's where the bitterness shows up. You you don't want to be that way to people. No. So so when things happen and, and people attempt to do whatever to, to distract you from doing what God has called you to do, you can't take it personal. You just got to keep on moving. We would have been very naive to think that Dr. Monroe, a man who pioneered the, the kingdom movement here, on, as a teacher, I haven't heard a man yet walking this planet that can teach and unfold and break down the kingdom message like Dr. Miles Monroe. Nobody. Okay? Nobody. I've been in church my whole life, too. Baptist, Methodist, whatever else, nothing. Okay? And I've been around some great teachers, but not one of them taught the message like that. And so for him to, to, to call out my husband and say, I'm putting what's on me on you, it's going to cover you like a cloak. You will preach the kingdom without compromise. Man, the angels were cheering, but you better believe them demons were turned. God, they was hotter than a 45. They was mad. They did not want to see that happen. They was like, oh, no. We got to do all that we can to stop this joker because we already know if he gets to where God has called him to be, it's a wrap. The kingdom of darkness is going to get shut down. Because it's him and his favor that's going to turn up. Oh, yeah. Both of us. That's why he says I'm a kingdom wife and not a trophy wife. No, trophies collect dust. Kingdom wives collect trophies. So we knew the opposition was going to come. We expected it. We were like, okay, Lord, this is what you said. All right. We're going to move on forward. We're going to do it. And we're going to brace ourselves for impact. And my Lord. When I tell you tsunamis of things began to happen to us and people started dropping like flies from from mentors to pastors, all friends, 
everybody that was in our life at that season, from from that moment before, everybody that was in our life, if they weren't like our parents, they just crumbled. They disappeared. They were gone. They they and they just didn't leave, man. They did their best to defame our character. We're like, what is this foolishness? Where is this coming from? Are you serious right now? I was just your son. I was just your daughter. I was just your mentee. I, I, I was just your best friend. Now I'm your enemy? And all I did was say yes to the work that God has called me to do? Oh, okay. I'm not going to take this personal because that issue has nothing to do with me. That's between you and God. So we just kept moving forward. We did what Colossians 3 and 2 said. We set our minds on the things above, not the things on earth. We, we set our mind on what, what God what he was calling us for. That's what we set our minds to. And we kept moving forward with that. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to pick a focus. Pick a focus. So when things happen to you in life, you don't take it personal. Pick a focus so you don't take things personal. And then you can instead make them purposeful. Pick a focus so you don't take things personal but instead make them purposeful. Because as a result of us pushing forward, we went from when dreams collide, we had our workshops. From there, my husband got the deposit for motivational moment in the morning. God gave him that. So we started doing this call on August 3rd, 2015. Every morning we started doing this. Thousands of people's lives have been impacted. Straight Talk Women Talk began to grow. I did my first event. Hundreds of women were there. Now I'm traveling around doing in-part sessions. So you, you see all this, and now we transition, and we have another vehicle, another platform to, to share our gifts, to spread our wings so that we can be free to do the work that God has called us to do without restriction, without recommendation. I'm telling you, yes, there was hell in the hallway, <laughs> but it's beautiful on this other side. That doesn't mean that their opposition still doesn't come. It still shows up from time to time. But we, we it, it rolls off our back. It doesn't even phase us now. My husband was asked one day, are you happy? And he said, I'm not happy. It's not about happiness because happiness is connected to what's happening. He said, we're at peace. And when you don't take things personal, that's where you find your peace. Honey? If you haven't found your purpose, trace your pain. If you have not found, hey, I'm Trace your pain. It's not for you. What you're going through is not for you. Somebody on here right now, you're going through so much hell right now. You're going through so much pain, and it doesn't seem like it's going to ever let up. You don't know what is going on. You don't even know why it's happening. I'm telling you, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. If you just simply let go and let God, let him order your steps. Let him order your steps, and I promise you, you're going to walk right into destiny. But don't take it personal. When they apologize later on, when they come to you later on, just like Joseph's brothers, (laughs) they eventually had to come and feed from the hand they cut. He could have said no. He could have said, do unto them what they've done to me. 
but he didn't take it personal. And neither should you. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.